Coming up on the news. Boris Johnson's Conservative Party loses its majority in Parliament. UK currency volatile as investors try to gauge Brexit risks. And cancer is now the biggest middle-aged killer in rich nations. It's Tuesday, September 3. I'm Anthony Davis. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson suffered key defections from his party today, losing a working majority in Parliament and weakening his position as he tried to prevent MPs from blocking his Brexit plans, claiming that rebels were diminishing his chances of negotiating a deal with the EU. On a day of high drama in the House of Commons, politicians returned from their summer break to confront Johnson over his insistence that the UK leave the EU on October 31st, even without a withdrawal agreement to cushion the economic blow. Many shouted, resign. Johnson's tenuous position became clear even as he spoke in Parliament for the first time since it reconvened. Philip Lee MP rose from his chair on the Conservative benches and sat down with the Liberal Democrats, a defection that meant Johnson lost his slim working majority of one. That makes Johnson vulnerable should MPs opt to try to oust him in a vote of no confidence and will complicate the passage of legislation. Earlier today, two other prominent Conservatives signalled their intention not to seek re-election rather than bend to Johnson's will. Former Cabinet Minister Justine Greening and former Foreign Office Minister Alistair Burt also signalled their intentions to stand down. Jeremy Corbyn, leader of the main opposition Labour Party, lambasted the weakened Johnson, accusing him of riding roughshod over the Constitution in order to crash Britain out of the EU without a deal, widely considered to be Johnson's preferred outcome. Changing the government would not be simple. A no-confidence vote would spark a 14-day period in which Johnson could try to overturn the result. If he failed, there would be a general election. Pound today touched its lowest level against the dollar since 1985, as international investors fret over a political showdown over Brexit this week. The British currency fell as low as $1.19, down almost a cent on the day before, recovering somewhat to $1.20. The pound has become the main indicator of international investors' confidence in Britain's economy. Its fall effectively makes British people poorer as they can spend less on travel and foreign goods which become pricier. But it also helps British exporters as well as the many multinationals that are based in the country but make most of their money in other countries and currencies. Oil companies like Shell and BP make their money in dollars around the world, converting that back to pounds when they report earnings, so the pounds drop is generally a boost to them. That's why the main stock index, the FTSE 100, has actually held up well in the face of the Brexit chaos. While the pound is down almost 7% this year, the stock index is up 8%. Stocks focused on Britain's own economy, however, have fared more poorly. Leaving the European Union without a trade deal would cost Britain at least $16 billion in lost EU sales, and probably far more after accounting for indirect effects in other markets. This represents an approximate 7% loss of overall UK exports to the EU. 
That would include $5 billion in motor vehicle exports, $2 billion in animal products, and a further $2 billion in apparel and textiles. Cancer now causes more deaths among the middle-aged in higher-income countries than cardiovascular disease, a study suggests. Globally, heart problems and stroke is the leading cause of death at this age. But the researchers say people in rich nations are two and a half times more likely to die of cancer than cardiovascular disease in their middle years. In poorer nations, the reverse is true, with cardiovascular disease three times more likely to claim the lives. The study, published in The Lancet, is drawn from a global research program following the lives of thousands of people from across 21 countries. Researchers, led by a team from Canada's McMaster University, looked at the fate of 160,000 people enrolled in the program between 2005 and 2016. Cardiovascular disease caused more than 40% of deaths in middle- and low-income countries, but less than a quarter in high-income countries. The researchers say this could be because richer countries provide more medication and treat more people in hospital. You can subscribe to The News with your favourite podcast app or ask your smart speaker to play The News with Anthony Davis podcast. Leave us a review on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at The News underscore podcast for daily updates. The News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering honest, verified and truthful world news daily. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Burn the Boats from Evergreen Podcasts. I interview political leaders and influencers, folks like award-winning journalist Soledad O'Brien and conservative columnist Bill Kristol about the choices they confront when failure is not an option. I won't agree with everyone I talk to, but I respect anyone who believes in something enough to risk everything for it. Because history belongs to those willing to burn the boats. Episodes are out every other week wherever you get your podcasts.